got spicy. Nationwide. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are insane. April's wild, bro. Hey, look, I just imagine like. He got some secrets. <laughs> so we are recording with our favorite podcast. We got both. We got two of them. Yep. At one time. Yep. The cousins collab. We got two red bones kissing in the back seat <laughs> type shit. Girl, don't stop. Keep going. That relax me. So y'all already know those two And then we got our girl Molly with the most Or whatever Hi. Molly back in the building yes. um, We just came here Once again to do a black ass Fucking podcast With our favorite people Hopefully we sound okay <laughs> We're doing our best If y'all hate the audio on this one This is all Jesus fuck <laughs> Man, let me tell you, we we got rid of like trying to like do things to like appease the audience oh, kind of yeah. situation. Yeah, like, hey, like I'm gonna try my best. When <laughs> life start life and you Girl. just listen, either y'all niggas gonna stay or y'all gonna go. Right. We can't be like y'all. Okay, niggas, y'all niggas left work early before. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's what I be telling Juice. I'm like, listen, if this episode don't come out or if it's late, these niggas will be oh, okay. Boy, this sounds better. Does that sound better? <laughs> <laughs> Test it again. Does that sound better? I really can't tell the difference, but if it sounds better to you. I can't. I don't know. I'm in my head. You might be. Yeah. I mean, I can hear you, friend. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> right, look at the, and the funny thing is, like, they're taking what you're saying in as like solid consideration. Bird looking at me like they, they're gonna completely ignore it. She, <laughs> she, 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 she. Oh God. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have it in my head. I promise. Um. But yeah, we be like, bro, like. The people who want to listen gonna listen, regardless of what we be having on, having yeah, going on. Like? <laughs> I don't think so. I think we too far in her business. Mm. <laughs> Can't take these niggas nowhere. nowhere. <laughs> Y'all thought it too, man. Come on now. We weren't oh. looking. Uh, I didn't uh, even uh, know she was there until <laughs> y'all <laughs> niggas went. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, I'm sorry. We're back. We're back. <laughs> We're recording um, Kim's fancy ass fucking uh, apartment. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker lives in the back cave. I know. Get your fucking money's worth out of these places these days. So here we are. Yeah, I really like it. Yeah, I do love it here. Um, it's a great place. I'm just, I'm kind of nervous. Like with new places in the beginning, you'd be like, oh, it's cool. It's nice. It's quiet. But how long is it going to be quiet? And how long is it going to be nice? Until the niggas find out about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The niggas can't niggas afford to, to live out here. Right. <laughs> and it's ducked off too. So like I said, when I pulled up, I didn't even know it was back here. That's true. It is ducked off. It it's is. giving very much like, ooh, 
engineers. Lawyers. <laughs> 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 Pinkies up. (laughs) I don't know. I've seen some interesting um, tenants. I will say that. So, what's like the weirdest person you've? Because everybody has a weird person in their apartment complex or in their neighborhood. So, what's like the one weird person or weird thing you saw that's like kind of caught you off guard? Um, it was another black lady, and I don't know. I don't know if she has social anxiety or what it is, but like every time I run into her, like as soon as she makes eye contact, she makes this weird face, like, and I'm like, <laughs> and I just be like, what? wild as hell! Bro. I swear to God. One time I was on the elevator and I was about to get off, and she was about to get on, and as soon as the door opened, she made that face, and like I was just like, oh my god, like is she okay? And every time I see her, she makes that face, like she scrunches up her nose, and like, and I'm like. She probably thinks she's saying hi. Yeah. <laughs> she probably thinks she looks like nice and presentable and just like friendly. But she never says anything. She, like words and sounds don't Ooh, actually come out of her mouth. I can't mouth. stand a black person that don't give the black person head nod or oh. a little small yeah, head. Yeah, like I'd be ready to be like, oh, hey, how you doing? It don't be that at all. Like, and then, so one time we were on the elevator together and she was like, First of all, elevators ain't that fucking big. So I'm like right in front of the the buttons and she's making sure she is like on the other side of the elevator. Just like anxious to get off and I'm like, "Oh my god, like I wonder what the trauma is. Like I need the story behind this." Only black only black girl. And then I seen her like walking in the parking lot and she just be like making hand movements and like talking to herself. Oh, but no, then like no. she the crazy one. She be dripped the fuck down. I'm talking like Louis head to toe. She Mercedes SUV. Cute as hell. Look. She looks like late thirties. Oh, I want to see her now. <laughs> He's like, I'm interested. Yeah, listen, listen. I just really I like, like, like a real nigga case study, like a I, people like, watching session. Like, <laughs> I literally be want to do a case study. Like, I'm gonna just sit outside in the parking lot and see and wait till she get out of her car and what see she what drive? she do. It's like a Mercedes. Um, it's an older SUV style, so I don't know the actual like model number, but it's a it's a white Mercedes SUV. So either she got money now or she had some money at some point. Hmm. Interesting. It's funny how we like create her whole life story. Yeah. I know, like like everybody her has villain people. origin. Exactly. I'm, I'm thinking she's like a divorcee. Divorcee. That's why I'm going. That's where my know. mind is taking it. Whatever it is, and her tr- husband was cheating on her with a bunch of black women that look tr- like you. <laughs> I have triggered this woman. Every time I see you, she was trying to be nice, but she was like, "Listen, it wouldn't be the first time. Wouldn't be the first time I I I triggered a bitch." Other other woman's husband's house. Um, but yeah, (laughs) I be want to know. I be want to be like, "Hey, girl, like, are you okay? (laughs) Yeah, everything everything okay at home?" She was fine until you came around. Right. (laughs) I'm just here. I just got here. I hate when people see each other as competition. Yeah. yeah. Especially like people that they don't even know. Yeah. It's like, we're just like, I'm just existing, man. That's yeah. Just trying to make it real. I'm just trying to make it like you are. <laughs> just trying to make it. So, outside the, the black person nod, the, the intro nod, is there any other way that you kind of check the landscape, especially like in the work situation? Because we had a fire drill at work, this <laughs> pair, and I only go into the office once a week. So, this is my first time getting able to see like. The niggas. So I'm like, okay, okay. Assessing the niggas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay, okay. I see what's going on here. It's more of y'all than I thought. Check you out from the third floor, whatever. But uh, it was one dude in particular. 
I just don't trust them. <laughs> Pants was just a little too tight. Mm. And I was hmm. like, that that was a decision you made before you left the house. Maybe he bet, gained some uh, pandemic weight. We 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 too far outside that pandemic. What type of pants are we talking? Trousers, khakis. Nah, man, jeans. these was like what's the what's some shit y'all used to wear? Jeggings. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> I, bullshit you. No I bullshit you not. This is them shits was like a denim, but the they were so tight they had to be elastic. Mm. He literally like I'm telling you because I my least favorite part about going into work. Is I don't I mean I won't, I won't even call it pandemic way because I didn't gain it after it right because I was eating good but like I be in the closet like oh man I gotta get dressed and like every pair of pants so like as a black woman like we be just a little more hippie than everybody else so like I be seeing the other people wearing like leggings and stuff to work and I'm like but this is a young black man He's okay he might me. not even he does he identify. Yeah, that is a good question. Oh, I don't know like that. You're misgendering, right? Molly with the points. Right? (laughs) (laughs) We don't know. He He might. He might want his pants that tight. You know, it caught your eye. This is a general observation. <laughs> another point was made. Uh, <laughs> that nigga on another podcast right now talks about, I saw this sexy man at work with a beard. He was looking at my... Oh, I knew I should have... I knew when I wore him. He's giving <laughs> 30s and established. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly what I need I in my life right now. I've never seen him in office before. <laughs> but you know, next time I see him, you know, I might just shoot my shot. He got on a wedding ring, but that don't mean nothing to me. <laughs> I done been quiet for a nigga before. What they say? Because the girls who get it. <laughs> you got to use what you want to get what you got. Or use what you, you got, got to, to get, get what, what you, you want. want. Oh, you ain't got to fucked up the flow. <laughs> hey man, it's a new world. <laughs> no, no, we go, we go, gotta go back to the question. Though. Like, out, like outside of like the nod, you know, you run up on some niggas. Like especially like a like a group atmosphere. It could be work, could be just social gathering. Like, what do you do or say to kind of get like a vibe check from the other token color in the situation? I think for me, I'm more of a hey, and I'm gonna give that energy behind the hey. Mm-hmm. If you just give me a hey, uh, okay, never mind. Like, I just kind of know how you are, but I'm always hey, how you doing? You know, mm-hmm. hey, girl. Mm-hmm. And you know that's how I test the waters. But if it's dry or it's not the same type of like your energy not matching mine, I can't rock with you. Mm-hmm. I um I don't know because I honestly sometimes be shy. Like I feel like you are when I'm at work. So when I'm at work, I don't give a fuck about nobody at work, bro. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. Niggas be trying to speak. I be like, all right, cool. Like I got to get back up here. I do not care in a social setting. Like I'm kind of the same way. Um, cause I go out by myself a lot. Like I don't give a damn. I done got to that age where I just we just I just be out. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I feel like sometimes you can like peep a vibe off of somebody before you actually approach them to know if you can even approach them. Yeah. Like it's I'm not ever gonna approach nobody that I feel like ain't really trying to fuck with me. Like if I get a vibe that like. Okay, these some cool people. Well, she's trying to hide. I wish you. I wasn't gonna say no, but I, I peeped it. I peeped it. What? Well, she wouldn't give the hate girl back. She right. wouldn't. Why are you hiding? 
lady. Nobody has a camera out or nothing. That's funny. It was sorry. It was a girl walking by with her Amazon package hiding her face. Right, girl. Yeah, we don't care about you. Right. You're saying. Anyway, hey, um, she heard it. Hey, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you would. What? It's five. She wanted in. Is she black? Yeah, yeah. she came back and recorded like, like what she's talking about. Hmm. <laughs> she got braids? Yes. yes. Wow. <laughs> 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 I wonder if that was her. Dark like dark box braids? Yeah. Brown. Darker brown. She had glasses? Yes. Mm-hmm. She kind of Damn. like I ain't say she kind of tall. She came around that corner like she gonna do something. What's up? So she hit her face. Yeah. yeah, that's how she be. And wow. then she came back and did like this. She was like, "Is that nigga?" I'm glad yeah. that she uh, just came back and confirmed all my story, so it don't look like I'm exaggerating. This is crazy. Weird right? bitch. <laughs> my mind Weird. Is wrong. I mean, we're all looking like, "What the fuck is she doing?" That's how I be So I wonder, did she come back through so she could be nosy? What that's, that's what it gave Because it was You're just right. like A real quick like What them niggas got going on Right <laughs> Listen Because that's why I love my tequila Because my tequila We have a good time At night You that know how it's going to be Every, every time I drink a little water Before I go to bed Wake up <laughs> yeah. drink a little more water We good the gym sweating it out i've been on more tequila this summer than i've ever been on usually i'm not a te- i'm usually a whiskey person i love tequila so oh, i love it i think as we get older i think as we get older we kind of start realizing like i am not going to say like the health benefits per se but basically like a hey, we can drink tequila and uh-huh. have a good time but we can still definitely. wake up the next day like definitely yeah that's the beautiful part right like, exactly Man, and honestly, I will say, like, with doing the podcast with Bird, like, our alcohol taste, or I'll say mine, has, like, fluctuated with Bird's because he, mm-hmm. I mean, he was providing alcohol. So, like, Martel, like, when we first started, mm-hmm. we was on that cognac. We was on oh. that cognac hard. Mm-hmm. It's cold now. Let's go back. Huh? <laughs> it's about to get cold. It's, it's time to go back. Oh, to I got to Brown is a blue swift. Yeah, that blue swift. And so, like, and I put somebody else onto it because they they hadn't had it. And they were like, oh. I said, yeah. It has a certain scent to it. I've never had that. Oh, I should have brought that. I brought tequila. Oh, wait. Martel? I thought you said, what is the blue swift? No, it's the. the blue label of the Martel. of Martel. Yeah. Okay. I, I haven't had that. Yeah, it's very good, very smooth. But like, it's one of those I don't know. Like, and then we switched. At some point, we just switched the tequila, and then we we ain't looked back since. But it, I mean, we every week. When we yeah. first started, we were just beer. We've been through a lot of phases, honestly. <laughs> So I'm the only one who doesn't drink while I record. Okay. I was just about to ask, like, so what is it? Because, like, both of us have, like, somebody else we record with. Mm -hmm. And then you're having to carry a show by yourself. And you do it well. Thank you. Literally. Um, I think if I drank with it, I would be, like, literally telling y'all my darkest, deepest (laughs) secrets. Yeah, so that's why I probably don't drink. Well, if I have guests, I will drink. But yeah, if I'm just talking and you know explaining my life or whatever my topic is, oh yeah, I start telling all type of business. I'm like, why the fuck did I? Start it'll it'll be Molly with the tea instead all of Molly the with tea. the most. And then my tea, then I'd be like, okay, I can't, you know, I can't put this out. But yeah. 
But I enjoy it though. Um, I think it's more personal, of course. Like I'm talking about my life, what I'm going through, dating, work, just being a black woman. Um, I feel like it's got to be therapeutic to do that. It is. It is. It's like my second form of therapy. Of course, I go, you know, to my therapist. But it's like just a second form, just like I journal a lot. So this is just like a verbal journal. I'm just talking Mm -hmm. to people. And then, so since I do overshare a lot, I get a lot of feedback from, of course, black women who can relate, especially when you're dealing with dating or dealing with workplace drama or just like trying to lose weight or whatever it may be. I have a lot of people who reach out, you know, on social media. So it's like I'm just having a phone conversation with them. Mm -hmm. So I miss having people on from time to time, but I like it because I can actually just be myself and be comfortable and just talk freely. What was the like? How did you get started or kind of like what was your like the the thing in your life that said, you know what, this is something I want to do? Because I, I feel as though a lot of people have the like wanting to make a podcast mm-hmm. is not a is actually I almost feel like a natural kind of progression of thought and idea. So it's really Very not much. it's really not I don't think crazy to actually want to start a podcast. But for you to start one by yourself is that's kind of a little different and that's interesting so actually it was um my friends um back in 2018 2019 um my friends were just like girl you've been going through some crazy ass shit i'm one of those people like i put myself in weird ass crazy ass situations and they're like how did did i get here (laughs) (laughs) how did i get here like what the fuck but yeah my friends were just basically like girl like what the fuck you got going on like you know (laughs) This is before therapy, let me say this. So I used to do the pop-ups at people's houses, you know, the lurking and just putting myself in like really fucked up situations. Virtual. And I was like really, really crazy. Um, still somewhat crazy, but not as bad. But yeah, so my friends really were the ones that convinced me like, you just got a lot of stories. And then just on a realistic shit, like I have childhood trauma. Mm-hmm. So and how that affects me as an adult. And then like my listeners have gone through therapy with me. Like they've been there from day one of when I went to therapy and how I hated my therapist mm-hmm. and then just over like time we progressed together and i have people that reach out to me like i started therapy and i like it or i don't like it yada yada but yeah my friends were the ones that convinced me because i'd be on some bullshit your, mm-hmm. your friends convinced you to start the podcast yeah, hmm. yeah. i feel like your first couple episodes you did have like more people i did yeah so yeah. in the beginning of course like my first couple episodes i was trying to figure it out i think you know all right, of our first right. episodes we're probably trying to figure right. it out so i initially started like when that's i was still a hoe at that time so when i initially started i was talking about all my whole shit and things i wanted to do so like those first couple episodes was wild as hell and it was just like is this the person i really want to be on my podcast or do i want to show my growth and maturity and i think over the years I've shown that I still have a little hole in my back pocket now, but it's not as big as it used to be. So. Yeah, the holiness don't have to be deleted. Oh, it's not. It's still there now. I'll pull it out in the quickest if I need it. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes you need it. Sometimes you, know? you need it. But seeing your growth as somebody that just listened to it. <laughs> as somebody that listened for so long, it is like you can hear it thank in you. each episode so thank you all right i appreciate that i really do because it, it's always a struggle just with life and trying to find yourself especially i think in this world of us being young and black and just trying to fit in on a professional level and then also maintain your 
personal life of mm-hmm. still having fun being turned up i still like to get drunk as fuck like i'm a freshman in college or some shit mm-hmm. but then it's like trying to balance that out and still be mature mm-hmm. so it'd be crazy sometimes yeah. when i be thinking about like where i'm at at work and then when i be outside and i be recording with a bottle on my head i be like i think we have this burden of like uh public persecution mm-hmm. so we don't have like the white boys go out here and they get to fight on the golf course, you yep. know, and they think it's just party white boys having a good time. Mm-hmm. But let two black men have a fight outside of a club, it's going to be all over the yeah. So we have this burden of like not being able to compartmentalize our lives because yeah. we are multiple things mm-hmm. throughout life. Like, I'm no less of a drinker because, I mean, I'm no, no less of an engineer because I'm a drinker. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, but we have this kind of stigma that we place on ourselves. Like, damn, I can't. Now, because I'm this, I can't do this. Right. So we kind of start suppressing who we are, which I feel like society put us in that situation. Like, I don't think we're wrong for it. And I think we're actually kind of getting out of it, but I think it's a slower process than what we would have liked. Because to that, do you all let your coworkers follow you on, like, social media? Absolutely the fuck not. Okay. I, so, so <laughs> so only, have, only a select few. I have Facebook, but I don't post nothing on Facebook. Okay. So they yeah. can be my Facebook friends. But if I if, if you if you pop up on my Instagram and I see it, oh, I'm blocked. Blocked. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Blocked. Immediately. The times that I say crap. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You be wild. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. Hey, I mean, listen. So that's a big no. Big no. And I feel like that's part of the, the to what you were saying. It's like, I don't let my coworkers follow me because, again, you're going to see a whole bunch of ratchet ass shit. And I don't mm-hmm. want to come to work on Monday. Oh, I saw you. You were at What's That Place? And yeah. I saw you. So, no. And they would do that, too. Yeah. So, I just, I don't. And it's like, try, again, trying to be professional and then also have your personal life and separate the two. But still, be true to who you are right. but it's crazy because right. like they can be standing on the handstand drinking out of keg oh, yeah. and it's nothing but if you a black person do it it's just like oh she April ratchet. wow I didn't know you were like that you were at the sexy red it. concert I just never <laughs> thought that you were one of those black girls <laughs> basically us as black people we honestly do not care like we don't care about white people's personal lives. No. They care about ours. They're always in our business. Mm-hmm. I literally I, I swear to you not and I and I mean this wholeheartedly. I do not care if all my coworkers get together and go to a clan meeting outside of work. As long as when I walk in these doors, everything on the up and up and professionally everything's done because that's as far as our relationship goes right you know say if my mama gets sick lord forbid i'm not going to tell y'all about it i'm not going to look for you i don't want comfort from you yeah. i want my days off work and i want y'all to leave me the fuck alone don't don't worry about where this tps report is all right mm-hmm. i'll get to you when i get it to you you know like that's all i ask for them and that's that's how i want our relationship to be but that's also why i don't get why when some black people center whiteness and like like i remember like just talking to like with my parents the way that they talk about things they're like I don't give a fuck mm-hmm. like y'all be worried about what white people be thinking and they ain't even around I, I I don't care like all of us in this room we black it don't matter we mm-hmm. get what we saying but right. I'm not gonna live my life to appease white people mm-hmm. and I think luckily with our generation is we've seen we've seen what that gets you mm-hmm. yeah. we've seen the we're not going to say a full generation, like a half generation ahead of us. We've seen them kind of like try their best to tiptoe in the, the, the white way of the world. 
only become like 50 years old and then get some nowhere, get some hated by the blacks and not accepted by the whites. So it's like you wasted your time doing it in the first place. Right. Right. You could have just been your authentic self the whole time and you'd be so much better. Yeah. Right. And that's why I love sexy red. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, she's Honestly. authentically herself. Yep. Don't give a fuck what the black people say, what the white people say. My girl out here living life. Cause nobody cared when it was the Playboy bunnies with Hugh Hefner mm-hmm. doing all this shit. Yeah, but the moment it's a black woman out here doing it, oh my god, she's making our community look bad, or oh my god, that's what black women are about. I can't co-sign that one. Like I was never like not not your mm-hmm. statement, but I I do not. Sexy Red was one of the ones like. I'm still trying to figure out <laughs> my feeling on that one. But I do somewhat agree with just the general premise of there we I do feel like we have to get to some level of decency cuz it feels as though things are kind of like getting off the tracks. Like we're like because it feels like a the next the next person has to one up the last person. Mm, I get what you're and saying. So that's more so where I'm where I'm getting at on that one. Not not with sexy red, but I I do see it going a little far, and things are getting to like a little extreme. But I think that's just the climate of social media and stuff yeah. that we have, to yeah. where people don't have actual personalities. That's but I think that's the refreshing thing with sexy red. That's her actual personality. personality. <laughs> She's not doing any of this because anything else. She just wants to do it. So I respect that, and it's not going to look as authentic on other people when they try to do what she's doing. Mm. But so. you will get a lot who will try. So as what you were saying, somebody will feel like, okay, well, if she did this, I got to one-up her and do this because everybody wants to go viral. Everybody wants that quick fame now. And I, I definitely get it. I like her, like I said, because she's authentic. But like to what you were saying, Juice, like it's social media. It is what's clickbait, it's what's fast and what they can put out in her and um what's the other one? Sukiana, Sukiana. Sukiana. Yeah. Now I I, do I don't think her is a little different. Yeah. I, I think Sukiana the one that's putting on. Like putting I don't, on. Yeah, I don't believe it. Yep. I don't yeah. And I can see that as well. Like I, I never follow her, so I don't know where she, you know, came from, her backstory or anything like that. But I could kind of see that hers does seem to be a little more forced than sexy just comes naturally. But I feel like how can we push the black women that are doing well or presenting us well? It's like that's not what people want to see. Yeah. But I do think as sexy red gets older, she's gonna come more into her own mm-hmm. but she's always going to be her mm-hmm. but I think it's going to like she'll be able to navigate spaces a little bit better than like say Sukiyana she going to hit us with like a black china or oh. could be <clears throat> she might yeah. I wouldn't put it past like the places she's popping up Ooh. I wouldn't put it past sexy red or black china sexy red no, sexy red is everywhere. Yeah. When she was at that Jets game, that's what moved. Jets and Cowboys opener sideline. I'm like, what the fuck is sexy? But you know red the thing here? about sexy red too, like, which is another indicator that she's being herself is that bitch ain't tried to put on no contact lenses. Mm-mm. My hey. goodness, she wearing her glasses. She ain't got no lace. <laughs> she, she did. She did. She's um, wearing them frames everywhere she goes. Was it? It was either genius. It might have been genius. The the YouTube like lyric breakdown. She did yeah. one of or, or another in our funny Marco. Somebody interviewed missing two nails, and, I said, <laughs> oh. and, it's the, and, and let me tell you, there, there's something is very real that you're missing two nails. That that like it's, you didn't break them off. Like something happened. You broke them just and you like fuck. I gotta do this interview. Fuck. I get them done some other time. Like that was your actual thought process. 
And she didn't bring it up. It was never said. I'm just sitting here noticing this whole time. Because <laughs> Bird big on nails. I'm noticing the whole time. Like, she has two nails missing. And and let's go back to like the authenticity thing about it. Like, that's that is her. That's her. Yeah. She knew the nails like so, that. Hey, sometimes you can't get in. Right. <laughs> get the nails so long. Your girl. So but that's what I'm saying. She, 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 she broke two nails. She still went and did the interview because for some reason she just doesn't care. She don't. And, I, and I, that's why I love her. Like, I just feel like she doesn't give a fuck. But also, I do feel like, you know, they're coming into this. Um, she's not a good role model for young girls. And this, when you go into the, you have to parent your own children. Like, mm-hmm. Sexy's not here to be the right. parent. Because mm-hmm. they do that with everyone. They did it with Nicki Minaj. They did it with Cardi B. Now it's Sexy Red and whoever else is next. Yeah. But it's just like, she represents a, a group of women yeah, yeah. so that's their we all know girls like sexy right? definitely we gotta just stop uh putting it on celebrities and public figures mm-hmm. to be role, role models. models all the time like sometimes people just out here to be themselves like they ain't trying to train nobody tell nobody to be like them like they just here being who they are and I don't think it's fair that we put pressure on them to be role models just because they're in the light. I think black people try to make leaders out of our entertainers, which is always a big mistake. I, I'm, well, I'm wholeheartedly agreeing because this is my opinion on Deion Sanders. I, I wholeheartedly <laughs> I, I have this I'm having this hard situation with the black community right now we, we really yeah me too we're really me and the black community are really at odds right now because the conversation around Dion is so godly and otherworldly and mm-hmm. I'm just want to like grab the black community and shake them I was like all this nigga has done was caught a ball and ran fast like let's not hit the ball too because he played baseball Hit a ball and ran fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hit a yeah. ball, catch a ball, run fast. Three things we know that he can do naturally. No, you know, so he's, and, one, he's one of the greatest athletes of all time. Exactly. And I'm not anti Dion, but it's the it's the way that black people defend celebrityism uh-huh. mm-hmm. that is really hard because it's like they will defend their favorite celebrity wrong or right and com- turn a completely blind eye to everything they've ever done. That's so annoying. Oh huh? my god, that's so annoying. And they do that with a lot of celebrities, like the fan base now. Like when you have like all these Deion San, um, Sanders fans, and then you have like your Nicki Minaj Barb's, your Cardi's, your yeah, yeah, whoever else. It's like they would get in these comments and go to war with you over your opinion, and it's like it's okay to have a difference of opinion. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't make you anti-black or anything else. That, right. <clears throat> but for me, I mean, four of us went to HBCUs. <laughs> That's not a knock against Kim. I'm just saying. <laughs> but the co-opting of HBCU culture mm-hmm. and not even culture, they just they don't understand the culture, so they think that anything black is HBCU black. No, there's a difference. Right. Mm-hmm. And and that's that's the huge frustrating part is because I feel like anybody from HBCU would intimately understand creating that defining line mm-hmm. between the two. Yep. I literally I literally argue heavily with people in the barbershop, people online, people in the streets. I'm like, when we're talking about this Dion HBCU situation, 
you do realize what you're arguing is a football coach versus an entire institution. Mm-hmm. We're talking about an entire school that graduates productive adults. We are talking about him. I mean, them, that institution versus a football coach. Dion, in this situation, Dion Sanders doesn't even matter in the spring semester. He does nothing in the spring. You know. And, and that's the part that's like people outside of HBCUs, that's what they think. They, they think HBCUs like begin and end with football and right. homecomings and like, like what the fuck you think we do any other time? <laughs> like, I got into an argument with this lady on Twitter. It was a couple weeks ago. She was like, uh, Jackson, I mean that HBC you didn't want to pay Dion his money, so you had to go to white people. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, and she was like, I mean, what what don't you get? I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, it wasn't like that. It wasn't just like Jackson State was just holding back money. They're underserved by their state. It's not like if they had the money, they would have gave the nigga the money. It wasn't like they were holding it out for somebody else to come. Colorado didn't even have the money. Exactly, but they were like, we can get you the money. And that's the difference. This nigga took an owl you for crappers. I told you. Come on. <laughs> it just dawned on me that shit. And it came out so smooth. It came out so smooth. But like people don't even understand it. They think it's just like Jack like to some degree, athletics are just like other places. But that structural problems with HBCUs, which aren't Inherently, just HBCUs, governments are stealing from us. It's just like A and M. They said what five hundred million has been stolen from A and M in the last couple of years. That shit ain't happening at these big white schools. And if it is, they covering it to make sure that they players getting money. But like, if you don't understand that, you just think, oh, black people fucked up. He had to go to white people. Like, it's white supremacy, brother. Talking about, hey, and as this conversation goes on, and we keep, I'm like, bro, I see why we was in slavery for so long. Like, I see, it's crazy. <laughs> you institutionalized motherfuckers. It, it don't take much, <laughs> but that's, that's not our fault. But we it's just, we just was looking for something to believe in. A little bit of hope, yeah. a dollar in a dream. <laughs> 400 years right. <laughs> Hey get on this boat Alright Big <laughs> Nationwide <laughs> so, um, Y'all niggas crazy So like moving forward also So uh, Y'all put me on a documentary Called Five Shots on HBO Max Discovery, where it talks about Tory Lanez and uh, Tory Lanez trial, because it wasn't Tory Lanez versus Megan Thee Stallion; it was Tory Lanez versus State of California, <laughs> which niggas always forget. But hey, everything in that documentary didn't. Nothing in that documentary changed my opinion of how I already felt about said situation. That's not the same thing as everybody in this room. <laughs> So, Bird, what did you think about the documentary? Alright, so... The documentary. (laughs) (laughs) So... (laughs) We had somebody come on our episode saying documentary. Yeah, so so my thing thing is don't paint me in the wrong light. Too late. 
It's too late. I wasn't a Tory supporter. Okay. I was objective. <laughs> I hate niggas, bro. <laughs> no, 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 okay, I'ma tell okay, because I'ma tell you right now where I was always hung up on and this shit never sat well with me. I could not for the life of me figure out why Kelsey, her her tight girl, the only one of her friends that was with her, comes out of the situation on Tory's side for something as heinous as her being shot. As Meg being shot. Reason I say that is because I can't rationalize in my mind any situation where Tori has anything to leverage Kelsey with. They're not in a relationship. Kelsey doesn't have more money. Like, I don't know. Look what money make a bitch do. (laughs) Kelsey don't have more money, but Tori got more money than Kelsey. Yeah. Meg got more money. No, but I'm saying this. Okay, in this situation, you're already aligned with the money. So what I'm saying is that people to- be bad friends for free. Yes. Yeah. Hey, Judas turned over Jesus for thirty pieces of silver. <laughs> but look, but if okay, if, but if Pharaoh only had five pieces to give him, you know what I'm saying? Jesus got got a couple pieces of his own, and he still sold this dude situation. Out. Meg is the in this situation. You gain more by being beside Meg than ever being the nigga. I mean, the chick that Tori's fucking. In a misogynist world, you gain more by being inside of Meg. But the, no, yes, because this is what I'm saying. In Kelsey's, from Kelsey, Kelsey's perspective, <laughs> what the fuck does she gain from being the chick that Tori fucks every now and then? Because that wasn't his old lady. That wasn't his babe. She gains more like socially from being Meg's best friend. That's the only reason we know her name. True. That's literally she gains more by being beside Meg. That's why I could not understand why, uh, because there was a partial that that this I do believe Tori fucked up in his defense wise. Because you cannot tell me that if somebody was to say like, oh, well they don't fuck with each other, and it was actually actually Kelsey that shot at Meg. That narrative was put out there for a reason because that actually aligns with the actions after the after the trial or after the incident. But it's also easier to paint it as just two women as being against each other for a man. No, it's easier to paint because I'm not even saying I'm totally excluding to her. I'm saying that to know that these two these two girls <laughs> in the case of my Tori totally exclude the nigga. <laughs> no, no, no. Now we have no case. Yeah, April. Y'all know me, April type. Y'all know me and April Titan. We come in here today. Something, Lord forbid, something happens to April, and we leave. Why gotta happen to me? Because I don't want to happen to me in my hot chat. <laughs> that is insane. You should have spoke first. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that if something was to happen to her and I'm there, and we leave, and all of a sudden me and April ain't cool no more, you wouldn't have reason to believe that Bird has some kind of involvement. Because you can't fathom any reason that Bird was side with anybody else for any, if anything was to happen to April and I'm around I'm riding no matter what it is like I'm I'm busting first and that's what I'm trying to say because you're looking at it as a good friend yeah. we, we don't know what type of relationship what type of friendship that Kelsey was to make true well, true but what I'm saying is that the narrative that Tori put out there that he didn't even where I feel like Tori fucked up was that he didn't pin it on her 
if he was to actually pin over, <laughs> this diabolical ass nigga over here. <laughs> should have pinned it on the bitch, Tori. Right. This is what he said. Well, what he hey. fucked up was he didn't fully pin it on the pin bitch. the tail on the donkey ass nigga. If I'm looking at ten years and I'd be like, hell, these, these motherfuckers ain't even cool right now. I might as well. I might as well. I'll pin it on. I'll pin it on Kels in a heartbeat. Okay, so <laughs> let me ask y'all this because I didn't watch the documentary, but I am going to go watch it. Did they either. talk about the whole both of them sleeping with? Tori and Megan sleeping with Tori behind Kelsey's back scenario situation in the document? Slightly. Slightly. Uh, was that on the Tory side? Because I, yeah. I kept falling asleep for all. Yeah. <laughs> the Tory side was boring. It, it kind of like I said, slightly, mm-hmm. but not as bluntly and directly as you put it out there. It was kind of like... Oh, okay. Because... Like, and, and I asked this based on like what you're saying. Like I think the narrative that they were, you know, both sleeping with him and Megan was doing it behind Kelsey's back is kind of, I guess, what they're trying to put out to which led to their friendship ending that night. Not necessarily that Kelsey was the shooter, mm-hmm. but, you know, Kelsey got mad at Meg because she found out, you know, you sleeping with the same dude that I guess she put her on initially yeah. or something mm-hmm. like that. So I think that's why they're so-called not friends anymore. They, d- they did mention that and they also mentioned that for context, this was happening in the middle of the pandemic mm-hmm. to where people were hanging out with different people they normally wouldn't hang out with. Right. And Megan Tori had gotten close because they both had lost their mom and just mm-hmm. other things that led to that. So they did mention that a little bit. But, yeah. No, I was just going to say, like, I wonder how that went when they first locked eyes and she had to look down at him. And <laughs> it was just like, you lost your mom, I lost mine, and now we're about to Short play. little man. Right, like, <laughs> every time you see Meg out, I just want, because I've started doing this, just taking account of her standing beside another woman. Like, Meg, Meg is beautiful. Meg is huge, though. Yeah. yeah. Like, when she's A beside, real like, stallion. like, Drea and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like, she is mad A literal. Massive beside her. I said, Bruh. God damn, make us a big woman. She is she, towering. I see Tori over these neck in that, um, <laughs> that bug shot, though. I said, it was hey, his hairline. Hey. What was going on with the hair? It's non existent. It's made up. It's fairy dust. <laughs> That's what it looked like. He might getting food out the commissary. He yeah, he had crumbs and shit. Like, he looked like a kindergartner straight out of recess. <laughs> but then they did get a little thick. Cause his neck wasn't as thick. I'm saying. So that, yeah. like, to me, I was like, no, we know why they were fighting. Not fighting, but you know, Tori looked like a nigga that should be fought. I I don't disagree. <laughs> I think he should go to sleep for good. For good. <laughs> Tori just does not look like an agreeable nigga. He looks like the type of nigga that always want to start some shit. It's, I think it's the short man syndrome. Like, yeah, yeah. It's definitely that. And then he, with the pandemic, he was at the height of his career. Right. Like, with mm-hmm. the, um, what was his little radio? Uh, pandemic, pandemic radio. Yeah, pandemic radio. <laughs> <So> <laughs> was right quarantine radio. Quarantine, oh, quarantine, quarantine radio. radio. Okay, yeah. yeah, so it was just like he was really like everybody was tuning into this shit. Yeah, Monty Park, you haven't watched it, but I'm gonna spoil. Not yeah. really spoil it because hell, everybody's in. I that's one thing that stood out. Okay, let me give you my synopsis. Up. <laughs> Part one, so fucking good. Like that's Meg's side or whatever, and they give you all the details, or whatever. But you know, they talked to hoes. He came, picked them up from uh, college and place, whatever. But when they described what they were arguing over 
They said that Meg was poking fun at Tori for being the lesser star. Yes. <laughs> no, and let me tell you. No, and let me tell you. Like it's two. It's two situations, or well, three situations that. As soon as they said that, I like, oh, he did that shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, he did that shit. Mm-hmm. Because that's one of those things that you're not poking at a person like that. Ain't no short little dick, nothing. Lord, like all, all that shit, motherfucker. But you poked at his aspirations, mm-hmm. and you are the biggest star at the moment. That shit cut deep. Yeah. That shit hurt that man. When they said that, that's what they was arguing. I said, oh, he definitely did that shit. That, that was nigga, personal. Oh, that was personal. He now, was, was he drunk at the time as well? Yeah, all of them. All of them were drunk. Gotcha. Now, the thing that they mentioned, but I don't think, like, just us seeing it play out in real time on our timelines, how much the blogs were just using straight Tory propaganda mm-hmm. to use against Meg to where people were like, I don't see how they found a guilty verdict. Like, bro, if you looked at the evidence that was just out there for everybody to see, it was clear he did it. I believe I mean, academics. I think he did too. I right? hate that nigga. I wish he go to sleep for good too. <laughs> but I think I think Tori oh, I think Tori had a, had a terrible defense. Also, like he he literally brought on witnesses that ended up being against him. Like his star witness right. was like, oh yeah, the little yeah, man, that yeah. <laughs> short nigga was over there shooting. That was the funniest part. Like, oh, these niggas being petty. But the but the thing also is. Uh, Meg was going to hold him down. Yeah. That's the part that made me so mad. That shit fucked with me too. Like, bro, Meg, you made it out. You were in the clear. When Meg initially said that she cut her foot on glass, she wasn't cooperating with the police, all you had to do was just keep that relationship good. She already, and we're talking about like days, maybe weeks later. Yeah. So we ain't even, no, you let the internet put a goddamn battery in your back to call Meg a liar. And shit went off the rails since but then. I remember when that IG went live and she said what happened. And then that's when I was like, all right. My mom was set, like made up at that point. It was like, yeah, she ain't lying. Mm-hmm. And these niggas are always oh, oh. like, nah, bro. That woman was pissed that you embarrassed her. Well, all well, this think, shit. I don't think that initially at first because I think, if you remember, because I, I remember it too, there was like this kind of lull. And like nothing between nobody, like yeah. But nobody stopped asking who shot Meg. So I think the pressure was mounting on Meg to give an answer. But you know, he started throwing out shots. Yep. But I thought his came after her because I thought no. she made he, him. He, he acted like he didn't do yeah. it before. Yeah, he flat so out was acting like it was somebody because I thought his saying I didn't do it was in response mm-hmm. to Meg's when she had the green hair. No. Oh, okay. He came out list, and that's the thing that would piss me. I didn't look, look. I didn't, I didn't cover for you. I didn't looked out for you, and now boom, you on end acting like you ain't do it, and I'm just making this up. Well, I still think, I still think apologies. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, because this is the thing, it, it, it still you still have to act like you didn't do it because you're di- you're you know you're dodging jail time, so you need to. Yeah, present yourself I mean, as innocent. He'd be insane to say, "Yeah, I did right. that shit." But he f- totally fucked up with how he did Meg in that situation. Like you, like he really would have been better off playing the. Oh, we'll let the you know just just kind of like playing. You know how they be playing it bland. Yeah, yeah. You know, not really make any point. But he poked know. the bear. 
Yeah, that's, that's exactly what it is. And then the other thing is, I mean, when your whole defense is, I mean, she out here fucking everybody. That's not really a defense. That's just slut shame. That's some hurt nigga I shit. I was just gonna say, oh, now that part of it definitely pissed me off because it's just like you bringing in the baby and whoever else that she was having sex with at the time. It was just like that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about you shooting right. her. Like all these other niggas didn't have anything to do with this. It's gonna be bad. Hurt oh, nigga shit ahead. is what that is. Bird, what she got to say? <laughs> Maybe not the baby, but who she fucking matters. Um, it 100% matters Just like you said To get shot No 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 Like you said earlier Not about the case We're talking about No uh. No 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 <laughs> No but, but But no but But people People A lot of people are saying like Who she Like Now to the extent of the baby No But Your sexual history Does Add context to the situation How? Of me being shot By a short nigga You literally just No what I'm saying nigga, what she's what I'm hilarious like, <laughs> <laughs> Well That munchkin How <laughs> <laughs> did a little man Shoot me Right okay, But that I'm little bastard I this Like we Like we just said Alright It creates a different dynamic That Tori Was sleeping with Kelsey And Meg Okay so that's what I'm saying. The context that's added is almost giving reason. So, for example, I can say man walks into room, sees two people having sex, kills man in the room, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, damn, that's cold-blooded murder. He went in there and killed that man. Until I say husband walks into room, catches wife in bed with neighbor. Now, just that little bit of context, the same actions changes your feeling about the whole situation. So I do agree that everybody she fucking doesn't matter. But the fact that, A, her, Kelsey, and like, because, you know, there was an argument that she backdoored Kelsey mm-hmm. to fuck with Tori or whatever. Because that bread, that brought the context to the animosity between Kelsey and Meg, True. in which his defense was trying to kind of shine a light on like well shit don't forget Kelsey was in the car too mm-hmm. so them fucking creates that now I agree with that it should have stuck it stuck with her fucking Tory right but Tory and his people bringing in everybody else and other names of who she fucked that's where I feel like Tory Tory had the worst defense <laughs> I like I like I've I, I'm sorry I never went to law school or law department or whatever the hell the motherfuckers go to I never went under the bar mm-hmm. or whatever they gotta do but he had the absolute worst, worst defense thing. under the sun now I'm not I'm, I'm saying I understand where they were headed but the route in which they went to go was completely yeah. stupid everything he brought up really initially I mean it tried to hurt her image but it more so just hurt him like he was just trying to win the internet which is insane in the case that you're fighting for your life. Let me get the approval of these niggas. Like, bro. Now, they did have the internet in the shambles. You know, they was tussling. The girls was in all the comments fighting. On who shot me. Yeah, now he in commissary fighting. True. <laughs> but it's still niggas riding for him. Stupid. Oh, for sure. <laughs> we got one right here. Oh, <laughs> literally. I'm on, I'm on the side of objectivity. Mm. What is objectivity? Mm. That means in this case, not nigga. I know what it means. Uh, but I'm uh, saying in this uh, case, what does it mean? Like no, like even though we we all agree mm-hmm. that Tori's yeah. probably shot her. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I shouldn't say probably. You're right. You're Tori, probably. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My bad. We all agree that Tori shot her. <laughs> <laughs> 
was hard for you to say. Hey, he did not want to say. Got to breathe through it and shit. Tori shot right. Like, but she didn't. It ain't like she offered up a bulletproof story. Like it's not like. That's what We're I'm saying. We're in the false. Okay, would you? Would what story does she offer yeah, warranted for her to get shot? If she just told the complete truth from the beginning and never did the whole, I stepped in glass, never tried to hold him down, and you know, absolutely, over, okay. absolutely. Because the things when you start adding these things in, mm-hmm. it creates this shadow doubt, and it again, and then like I said. Tories, defense kind of throwing in Kelsey and you like, damn. Kelsey's, had- Kelsey's allegiance, I don't give a I like I don't care about like how like her allegiance and especially somebody being shot should go to But do, do we fault her? Because it's like for me, of I grew up in the inner city, so you know that whole snitches get stitches and you hold people I mean, down but that, I mean but all that's all that is like external context. Like to but, like like we can add that in all we want, but to like if I'm sitting there being, taking in what was said and the information, like literally mm-hmm. just evidence, information, what was said, and I'm trying to hash out what I what I see from what you give me, not what I believe, mm-hmm. but what I see, like, well, you told me this, so I'm going to go with that because that's what you said. But in the show, you heard her say that George Floyd had just gotten shot. And I get, and I, so I get it that you, you don't, like, you're like, why would you protect somebody that just shot you? But like, on the other end, like you gotta remember that time period and how it felt and how tense that time period was like you you can hate somebody but you might not want them to die but listen but that goes back to what i'm saying is it's like not what i believe it's like i i'm going with what you told me mm-hmm. if i'm going if i like as i'm not gonna say as a juror but if i'm just taking the information from what is being reported what is going coming in i'm not going to say what i believe as much as I'm saying, like you said this, so I'm cool. If you said you stepped on glass, who am I to say you didn't? That's what you said. And then the- and I so basically you got what you wanted. If you wanted to throw me off Tory scent, you did. Now just because you want me to come back in, that's on you to pull me back in. The other messed up part about that is like in those types of situations, because I've seen on Twitter where people be like. You know, if this and that happened, why you ain't call the police? Why you ain't do that? Nobody gives you like a rule book on like when something like messed up happens to you, like how you should handle it. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody tells you like how to do this. Like and then like you're when it initially happens, like emotions. Like I can't imagine if somebody shot at me and it's somebody that I actually cared about, like how I would feel. Like okay. Do I want them to die? Like, no, I don't want them to die. <laughs> but like, okay, like I'm also tipsy. Like, I just seen this black man. Like, we're all posting pictures of this is a black man, not you know. Like that was that yeah. that time frame where everybody was yeah. posting pictures, and uh-huh. it's like, okay, I don't want him to die, but I can't believe he did this. But like, my feelings is hurt, but I care about him. Like, like it's a it's a tie, and I get what you're saying from a you're speaking from a very logical like cut and dry point. Mm-hmm. But when stuff like that happens, there's no rubric or rule book on how to deal with it and everybody got ideas of what they're gonna do when they're in the situation but most people don't end up in that situation mm-hmm. true but this is also one says it's like the harsh reality of life is that like hey actions have consequences meaning one that situation with George Floyd does not mean that that's going to be applied to this situation. You can you, you created the situation in your mind that oh, if I tell them that he shot me, 
He's going to get shot. He's going. You created that situation in your but, mind. But that's how, that's but how that trauma one, works, though. But what I'm that that all can be fine and dandy. But what I'm saying is that your actions still has consequences. You got exactly what you wanted. You wanted people not to believe Tory did it. You said that. Now, just because down the line you wanted to change your mind, now you have the burden of flipping what you already started. You won it. So, because let me put it like this. But the, but the thing about it is, Tory is what pushed her. And to we, do that, no, and because not, Tory is the dumbass nigga, <laughs> dumbass shit. No, no, I'm not disagreeing. Like, and I'm not saying Tory doesn't need to be in jail. I think he needs to spend more time in jail. Like, I feel like he's for good, for good. <laughs> but, what I, but what I'm saying is that we we just don't just because we believe that doesn't mean we absolve her of like her ill ill steps along the way. She I'm t- not saying she, she did it when perfect, she did his egg. But I'm saying like I think people, I think us as men, we gotta stop looking at it as. All the things she did wrong and not looking at all the fuck niggas that has been out here just saying stupid shit because she's a woman. What you mean? Wait, what's that with them? Like all the people that have been out here on the the anti-Meg, the right. fame thing, pushed a lot of these people to say a lot of stupid shit in well, defense of a nigga that I can't defend okay. ever or ever feel sympathy for. Right. No, I, I, I get I get you that. And I'm not I don't want to say like but, I'm not I'm not on there like I'm not but that level. You're yeah. un, but because like your stance, you're un you're not meaning to, but you're ending up lumped in with those guys. Well, unlump me then. You gotta <laughs> do that. You gotta unlump yourself. Have you ever did jury duty yet? Free your mind what and your say? ass will what follow. <laughs> Say what I would love. Mm-hmm. I would love to do jury duty for a triple homicide. Like, oh, I, like I would love. He to would be, love. Right. I, I said, he would. He would be in court for a month. <laughs> oh my god. Because I would never want to be on jury duty with I, him. I no. know. Oh my god. Yeah. Because like, baby, let me deliberate for days. I'll be the first. I'll be the, the what's the kind of foreman? Yeah. yeah. I'll be so mad if I'm not the foreman. I'll be furious. <laughs> I'll be so mad if I'm not the foreman. I'm not listening to this nigga. As soon as we go back to deliberate, I'm at the whiteboard drawing out a murder board and drawing lines between people. That's like, okay, dream. So pick up the baby at four o'clock. Now remember that. He, off the bus at four. Now we're going to go down here to the nursery. He was at the nursery. Like, you're not watching. You're not paying attention. I'll be sitting at the table like, this Please, nigga play Clue when he's about eight. Yeah. It took it, too far. it took it too far. <laughs> Have y'all had Jerry do it before? Yes. I had it, but I got dismissed. I've had it. You, you listened to cases? Did I what? Did you have to listen to the case like, like you were selected? Um, yes. What'd you say to get selected? Uh oh no, I didn't have to listen to get selected. No, 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 no. Uh, I just they just served me them papers. Uh, okay. So you had to be here. I showed up late. <laughs> they dismissed me. I said, oh, "That's all I have that's to all you gotta do." <laughs> Did they? Uh, that just means it's gonna come back around to you. Yeah, they said we're gonna put you back in the in the pool. Which I was just like, okay. Like, what if you just keep showing up late? Like, hello. <laughs> what are they gonna do? I swear, if I get dirty papers, I'm gonna go to bed early. <laughs> put his clothes <laughs> out. So here's the bad part. I couldn't find <laughs> my I couldn't find my papers to even like do this stuff. So like, I got downtown. And so, like, the courthouse is on one side of, like, downtown. 
but where they wanted you to park was way over here so then I had to walk away so I'm mad so I'm yeah. like oh, I gotta walk way over here I don't even wanna do this and I'm walking walking and I get there and the guy was like oh the um, session already started I said okay so what that mean he was like well um, you just gotta kinda sit here and then you go talk to the people upstairs well the people upstairs is in this session so I'm like he's like he don't even know where to tell me where to go so I'm sitting there like sad and I said well what happens if I don't go he was like well you know put out a warrant from your arrest I said Missing that's, jury? Yeah, that's not necessarily he, true. He tried to scare me yeah. because when I when I, I so found you already at the jail, so, so I'm pissed because already the courthouse ain't got no air for real. I'm high. I don't yeah. walked up there. I'm already almost crying. And then it was so funny because in my jury pool it was somebody like from my past was <laughs> in my jury pool. I said, <laughs> he walked out. I said, oh my god, what are the odds? So like. Then me and him go upstairs. And, I don't. We're not gonna say who it is. Imagine, imagine going back to deliberating the next time the lovers quarrel. Yes. Oh, I'm not believing what he said because niggas be lying. Uh, he's been lying all his life, and I know he is to be a liar. But like, he know all about lying. Oh, you're good at this. <laughs> So I went upstairs and then I told the lady, I said, you know, I was I missed the the initial meeting, like what I need to do. And she was just like, like and, I said, right. <laughs> <laughs> and she was just like, Oh no, we'll just put you back in the pool. You're good. <laughs> I didn't know how that went. I just was like, because I couldn't even find a, I didn't know what time that should start for real. Now I have missed jury duty and I was scared and then I called them and they were like, Oh no, that's cool. It happens all the time. But they said that they would put me back in and that's when I went to the other one. Hmm. <laughs> I never did that. I never well no, I got called for St. Louis, but I wasn't living in St. Louis, so I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. But I've never been called to do it here. I do wanna do it and unfortunately I do wanna do like a good one if I'm gonna get selected. Like hey, make it good. Yeah, mine was a I'm talking about like some ID channel type shit. Mine show. was weak. Weak as fuck. Really? Yeah. Now, don't give me like no Quartel type shit. Like none. Like maybe a man killed his family type yeah. shit. Like something like that. Yeah. I want to piece it together. Don't like, give me nothing drug related. Right. Like, like think about like the jurors. Like, like think about it. the jurors from like Casey Anthony and OJ Simpson. Them motherfuckers write books. Because mm-hmm. let me tell you, I'm gonna tell it all. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna tell you who holding out. I'm gonna tell you what got him over the edge. I'm gonna tell you everything you want. <laughs> I'm telling it all, baby. This nigga's dream is really to be on a jury. That is wild. Like, he didn't thought this out. Selected. Yeah, real. you know, like, it's always that one jury that comes forth uh, first after, like, the trial is over. That's going to be you. Oh, no, I'm, I'm walking I'm, out the courthouse. I don't, have, I don't have a TV. <laughs> I don't have a TV. I can't talk to people. I'm literally in my room typing up my memoirs <laughs> as it's happening day seven. <laughs> No, have y'all watched <laughs> have, have y'all watched the show Jury Duty on Free? I Ball? love that show. I absolutely. Go to, that's when I started watching and trying to figure out what I was going to do to get out of it. Oh man, <laughs> it is absolute. For y'all that haven't seen it, man, Jury Duty is about. It's like a uh, what's the, what's that movie? Um, where uh, he doesn't know he's in the TV. Oh, show. Truman Show. Yeah, it's like the Truman Show, mm. where it's one guy who's not an actor, and literally everybody else is an actor. The jurors, the bailiff. The the judge, judge, the plaintiff, the defendant, and he's going through this whole jury situation, and it is absolutely hilarious because 
everybody is in character the entire yes. time. Oh. They're giving confessionals in their character. Like, Even outside of like the court, they're like at the hotel all together chilling. Like it's it's really I'm good. I'm to watch it. It's on uh, oh, Amazon. So oh, it's on Amazon. Now. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. it it was so funny, bro. The funniest part is when they all reveal themselves in the end. And he's like, Lonnie, you too. <laughs> like Lonnie was his nigga, bro. <laughs> no, let me tell you, my man that had the chair pants. <laughs> the, the, Every scene he was in, he owned parent households. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Those rich motherfuckers. Sweet 16 ass. Jack and Jill ass. I believe in the least of black Hey, speaking stuff. of Sweet 16, how y'all feel about Tiana and Iman out here? Uh, splitting. I hate that she had to come out publicly, but I'm glad that she did. Still defending him, like letting everybody know, like, that's still my best friend. Like, so lay out for him, but. I just hate that celebrities feel the need to even address us like it's not our fucking business but you know vlogs make it our business don't know everybody's so invested and want to know what happened yeah i agree i do feel like some infidelity had to be in there though oh yeah so when they start throwing out the let me let you know that it wasn't infidelity i'd be like definitely infidelity there's three couples i feel like we need to discuss uh doll team uh uh, 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 Steve and, uh, and Marjorie, uh, Steve and Marjorie, mm. Iman and um, Tiana, Tiana. Mm-hmm. and the new news about Remy and Papoose. Mm. That Remy and Papoose shit is crazy. She doing that shit. So she has been mentoring a up and coming uh, battle rapper that looks a lot like Papoose, mm-hmm. and they are very close. And there were rumors a couple months ago that they had been sleeping with each other. And then, I guess this past weekend at a battle rap, somebody aired out all of the rumors in front of Remy. And I was like, oh, shit. And they've been seen, like, posting pictures and, like, matching outfits on Instagram. (laughs) There's another picture of them, like, at Red Lobster together. (laughs) She, she took that nigga to Red Lobster. <laughs> <laughs> Which, side note, apparently they got $20 crab legs and they got this $20 uh, Casamigos shot flight. I said, I'm going to be up in there on a Tuesday. <laughs> I'm pro Red Lobster. I'm sorry. I don't. Bruh, I ain't I don't. been in a long time, but I'm going to go. Yeah, look. Sounds like a I good mean, time. And so, do y'all believe the Remy? Absolutely. Yeah. What makes you believe it? Their body language mm-hmm. and like it was a video where he like almost leans in for a hug and she points at the camera mm-hmm. and he's like, "I'm like, nah, them niggas. They may not be fucking, but they touching." <laughs> <laughs> and also, her kind of like like they like approached her about it. Mm-hmm. Her response isn't defensive enough for me. Uh uh-uh. uh, she's like, "How many people are talking?" <laughs> But don't you think if she was super defensive, then it would be yeah they fucking she just trying to hide it. No, because I I feel like that I feel like that actually only works in the reverse. I feel like if the man is like if they come at the man for cheating mm-hmm. and he kind of is casual about it, I'm more so like are people breaking up and like oh you they say you cheat whatever. If the man is casual about it, I more so believe that like oh that nigga really ain't cheating. They trying to put that on him or whatever. 
But if the woman is casual about it, it seems it just doesn't seem as believable to hmm, me. Like sexy. I feel like like I feel like the, <laughs> <laughs> I, know, it's just, it, I mean it, oh, No, it's, like, it's your it's your opinion. It's yeah, how you feel, yeah. It's just that cause it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't read the same. Like I don't like because the thing is like they're at her and like, man, Papoose held you down and you had seen it, you just <laughs> like like you kind of just brushing it off. So it's almost like confirmation without conf- without confirming. Imagine you're at home with your sixty year old daughter and the mama's just out here just smiling and like making weird faces with this nigga that looks like a twenty year old version of you. <laughs> Everybody gonna die. As <laughs> <laughs> soon as you hit the keys around and you tell the you tell the daughter, hey, no. Go on upstairs, baby, and don't come out. <laughs> it's, about to, it's about to be that Law and Order special victims unit where he killed everybody in the fucking family. Everybody got to go. And it's the jury duty I want to be on right there. <laughs> Juice snap. <laughs> Listen, the way I'll be on my knees praying for a triple homicide before I go to jury duty. <laughs> I'm like, dear Heavenly Father, I come to you today. Because <laughs> I, I humbly know how. You know, you know the desires of my heart. <laughs> Deep prayer. Please let a white man find his wife in bed with another man. <laughs> As I go into his jury duty on tomorrow and find it over the land of the judge's heart to select me, Lord. <laughs> Forever, you. <laughs> I'm a praying man. He said, "Pray for everything, large and small." <laughs> We got uh, Steve Harvey and Marjorie and their shit with the strawberry letter. I believe it. Steve was too defensive. Steve was too much. <laughs> we didn't even know until Steve started doing the most. Steve was the absolute. So what did Steve do? So that was the weekend of Earn Your Leisure. They had their big um, event mm-hmm. and. He got on that stage and used that platform. I'm here to learn about my finances. Mm. Mm. And you out here talking about your, your marital mm-hmm. events. Gotcha. Um, I, you know, like on one side, you know, I appreciate you standing up for your for your wife. But on the other side, I'm like, okay, yeah, she, whatever it is. <laughs> she did it. She did it. I mean, she did it. <laughs> <laughs> so just don't want everybody to know because as a man, I feel like men be embarrassed when they watch you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like if you think about it, like for real, like men, we're not wired to really kind of like take that shit in stride. No, like I mean, like to be to have like like to be honest about it, it's like the insecurity that will breed and fester, and the magnitude and the weight that something like that will kind of bring onto a man. We're really not emotionally built. To withstand that, like we, like I, I don't like. I'm not gonna say I don't see, but if somebody was to find out that their wife or significant other cheated on them and they stayed with them, I can see that, but I don't see how they can be the same going forward. Like I can understand like kind of life situations, like why y'all try to work through it, mm-hmm. but I, I ain't that strong of a man. I can't do it. No. But who started this whole men aren't wired 
to handle this? Like, where's the scientific reasoning behind that? I think it's how we're socialized. I feel like men aren't as, like, women are more emotional. Like, we're more emotional. Mm -hmm. Intelligent. Yeah. Intelligent, but like just in general, emotional. Mm-hmm. And men are, and we're nurturers and things like that. And men aren't aren't built like us. And so I think that a lot of times, like even for me, before I started reading and understanding like how men's brains works versus women's brain, I thought we all work the same. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I don't understand why you don't understand why this is stupid. But I'm yeah. like, oh, y'all don't <laughs> think like me. Yeah, my mom always says this thing of pink ears and uh, blue ears. Men and women talk different. Mm-hmm. And we understand different things when we say it. Like I could say something to Bird, and he gonna understand what I'm saying. I might say it to you, you might not get it. Just based right. on the way we're socialized. And like even, and I know this is like a left turn, but like even when it comes into like leadership in like work environments with women, like we cannot sometimes turn off those emotions mm-hmm. and it makes it a little harder to be leaders when you when you got that emotional side because mm-hmm. you're sitting in a room full of people that they all logic mm-hmm. but i think we're emotional it's just we don't know how to express our emotions verbally also i think it's not only just that i think we have we're forced to compartmentalize our feelings mm-hmm. and our emotions so i heard this and it was a great uh, point Let's say, you know, you and your man or you and your woman upstairs in bed and you hear a noise downstairs. What do you expect to happen? The man get up out that bed. The man go, why does the man get out of bed? Because he's a man. And because the woman is scared, right? Mm-hmm. The woman is, I mean, the woman. I get what you're saying, but no, <laughs> The woman is scared. Mm-hmm. The man gets up, get the gun, go check it out. In that moment, do you feel like the man isn't scared? Right. Or the, is that just his social responsibility? He's the, definitely scared. The man is terrified, but he knows that he is the first line of offense. He's right. the protector. He is the protector. Mm-hmm. So through that fear, he has to go and check out whatever it is downstairs. Right. And that woman lives in or, or is comfortable in feeling that fear, living in that fear, knowing that somebody else is going to... Like, there's no responsibility on one. And I'm not saying that it should be or anything like that. But what I'm saying is that the fact that the man has to go through that fear and check check it out is, like, one of the small differences in how, like, men are wired and mm-hmm. women are wired. Like, we have to operate through our feelings. Yep. We're both scared, but I have to do this regardless. <laughs> and I can't let her see me be afraid or I'm a bitch-ass nigga. Right. What the hell are you going to tell me? <laughs> 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 that nigga hop under the covers. Yeah. Why we heard a noise at the house and this man and hopped up under the covers and looking at me. He's like, oh no, I got to go. <laughs> he ain't even no real man. You, you text your friends like, now that's waiting for the police. <laughs> <laughs> now we both locked in the closet waiting like, what? Why look at a man so beautiful? But, yeah. mm-hmm. but see, though, that's the thing. Like, men know this. Yeah. We know this. So that's why we are forced to act. And I'm not saying anything like I'm not I'm not yeah. saying that to say that women should act. Oh no. We're just making a point. But I do think it's also different, like us as millennial men, it's a little different. We understand that. These new niggas have not gotten that memo yet and they are like, Why should I protect women? They wanna be the girls. <laughs> <laughs> they wanna be us so bad. I am disgusted by these new niggas. Me too. On so many levels, like 
I feel bad for y'all. Like, y'all got it bad out here. <laughs> like, y'all got it oh, real. Oh, yeah. It's, it's trash. These it's... new niggas was the reason I lost my first, second Instagram, I mean, Twitter account. What happened? Nah, I'll never forget this. I'll never forget <laughs> this video, man. It was a video of uh, this chick. It was raining. This chick had a had a flat tire. She was outside trying to fix the tire, and the nigga was in the passenger seat recording. Talking about her dumb ass. She just, just got AAA or whatever. Like, look at her way. He's in the car, and she crying. And he's like, why don't you get out and help me? He's like, man, I ain't going to help you. I told you to get the-. And it is. it made me so furious. Because <laughs> like, let me tell you, I, even if I don't know, you better get out I'm gonna get out there I'm gonna get out there I know how to read I'm gonna get out there should be like I can pull up YouTube 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 has saved your life a lot of times yes and I actually have a story that's similar to that so I had a boyfriend this is my problem dealing with niggas I had a boyfriend in my 20s we were together for like four years I had wound up buying a car when I bought the car it was something wrong with it but it was an easy fix my daddy um I was raised by my dad background um so I know what a strong man is I know what a protector is a provider yada yada but obviously I still pick trash niggas so it don't matter if the daddy is in the life or not we just gonna pick trash niggas but trash niggas got the best sex but anyway so with this nigga I was um going to the of advanced auto whatever it was to get the part i'm working on the car this nigga's upstairs in an apartment i'm outside literally working on my car got my phone propped up with the youtube so i go upstairs i'm like come out here and then he came out there this man is taking pictures of me fixing underneath my fucking car didn't offer to help didn't ask like what you need nothing Literally taking pictures of me Showing me Working on a goddamn car So Yeah Some niggas are just Not wired To be men And it's just like You know Maybe because he was Raised by his grandmother And his mother And his father Wasn't in his life You know Oh but yeah. You taking pictures of me mm-hmm. Like The way that Like I saw this girl And I, I like Cause I'm glad y'all Like swerved this way This girl <laughs> like I felt bad because she was like, yeah, I was at the gas station. I was pumping my gas. This man asked me, did I need help pumping my gas? And I was like, no, I got it. And I was like, absolutely not. If I'm at the gas station, mm-hmm. baby, if you tell me I'm going to pump your gas, do it for me. Thank you. If you want to check my tires, do it for me. I don't know how to put the air mm-hmm. in my tires. Hey, excuse me, sir. I don't know how to do that stuff. And I'm not trying to learn. My daddy, my, I remember my daddy, um, when I went through my driver's ed course, whatever, mm-hmm. they had a, a tire changing lesson. Mm-hmm. And my dad was like, oh, no, I pay for AAA. So, like, I'm like, he, like, did not teach me how to tra- change a tire. He said, as long as you single, I, I pay for AAA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not touching that. I don't know how to do that. And I'm not learning. Yeah. I think, I'm sorry. I just like no, real quick. Cool. I think for me, it's just like, my dad raised me like you ain't gonna need nobody for nothing yeah. and he definitely was like you're not gonna need a man so he showed me all my daddy thought i was his boy if you see pictures of me from childhood i look uh, you know not to offend anybody but i look like a stud baby like my daddy thought i was his son <laughs> so he just always raised me to be yeah. honestly masculine and it's just like it has affected me of course with dating and stuff because now it's like I can't be the man in a relationship, my nigga. Like, step up. Like, but yeah, some men don't know how, and it's like, do I fault them for not knowing how? Yes. Yes. Fault. I was fault. Yes. 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 Yes.
I heard y'all that, are right. Y'all are right. I, I heard that whole spiel. And all I'm sitting here thinking is like, why are you fucking him? Like, that's literally <laughs> all. I, I, I was in my twenties. I will say that I was in my twenties. I was still young. We don't get caught. Didn't we don't learn. Like, don't nobody in no That's class. A, that is like, an honest answer. If that okay, man okay. don't treat you right, don't give like nobody. So you have to learn that stuff on your own. Yeah, man. and I think that's the part that people don't don't realize is that everybody don't grow up with a good example of. But not even just that. Like like the thing that I'm I'm gonna just put you in like a male's brain real quick. We have the heart. Damn, I'm about to give. Hold on, I'm about to give up the game. <laughs> I feel like should I shut up? Nah, bro. You nah. Now. nah, nah, I might. Okay. How do I want to say? Fuck, I'm gonna say. We <laughs> have a hard time understanding some women's pussy management. <laughs> Reason being, okay. there is a nigga. I know that was in your DMs that talked to you on day that worked with you that you just lived down the street from that is literally like this nigga ain't helping with her car I know how to do it but she's fucking him he's worth like literally not, he's worthless to the point of like he, I, you say he's cute or whatever but how much does that shit matter right here right now tangibly you under here with oil stains <laughs> you know what I'm saying <laughs> you trying to you trying to figure out what size do you have metric or imperial like wrenches like that's <laughs> so, that's what and so that's what I'm saying no and, that makes logical sense and it's always like we I feel like every woman is gonna get themselves in a situation where it's like why am I with this nigga but it's something that's attracting you to him but there's always gonna be somebody better that's trying but you're not giving them the opportunity and like mm-hmm. I said I was in my 20s so yeah. back then it was like he fine which is, which is fine I'm not saying but it's, I'm saying like as niggas on that we see that shit oh yeah, yeah. And that, it's frustrating it is so it is when I say it is the most mind boggling because we might think the world of you but you out here fucking for free Mm-hmm. And it's just like if you're gonna like I wouldn't say it that way, but I get what you're saying. Realistically, though, it's like because it's like if you go if or because okay, men men have this level of like ego and whatever. Like yeah, if you're gonna fuck him, you might as well fuck me and get a bill paid. <laughs> like you might as well have lights for free if you're gonna like right. that's, that's how we see. Different like somebody being like, oh dang, like good luck with that, and then like. Or like having a man walk in your house and be like, "Oh damn, no, we get we gotta get this light fixed." Like mm-hmm. having that experience, somebody walk in and they they take a mental note, like, "Okay, yeah, we need to go get we need to, like we need to go to the store and get this light fixed and da 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 and like, okay, let's get out here and measure this out." Like, mm-hmm. yes, There's all of that energy, energy. yeah. Mm-hmm. But when somebody tell you like, I remember one time, <laughs> Lord forgive me, <laughs> <laughs> my heat was not working. It was cold in my house. Told his man it was cold. He was like, "Dang!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He didn't even offer to come warm you up himself. No, he offered to come over. He offered me to come over there. I mean, that's some lame nigga shit too. But yeah, still. I was just like, you would at least expect that. Like, oh, I could come keep you right, warm. Like, damn, you didn't even right. shoot that nigga. <laughs> but that's funny right because I just recently had a snake in my house. How the fuck the snake got in the house? I don't know. So it was a snake Sorry. in the house. Ooh. It was a lizard in the house as well. The snake was trying to eat the lizard. The I stay in Decatur, baby, so it's just yeah, a lot going on. <laughs> so I'm not afraid of the lizards because they run like it's on my back, like enclosed patio type mm. of thing. So I called a guy that I probably, you know, a little sneaky link I've been messing with, but I hadn't messed with him in three years. We just had store back talking. 
And then I was like, hey, you know, I got this snake, yada, yada, yada. That nigga said, I don't do snakes. <laughs> <laughs> so I was you, just. If you cut it down to two years, maybe you did a snake. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay. Like, I just didn't. It just. And he literally found me a, like a pest control people that can come oh, out and, get, and sent me the link. But you ain't even spend a hundred dollars for them. Yeah. It was just like, oh, oh, okay, I see what type of nigga you are. So we can't even rekindle anything because wow. you ain't even time. Like, I can um, use Google. So I could have did that. So exactly. me having again being masculine and having to put my pants on, I got out there and got the goddamn snake my damn self. But it was just like, I can't even call you to get a snake out my nigga. As soon as you show me something like that, I'd be like, no more for yeah. you, sir. That should be. Like let me tell you, yeah. I like 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 men are really high on competition. Like let let, let, let the best man win. <laughs> right. We do not care. Like we're not gonna tell you y'all okay, y'all, I'm saying y'all isn't literally just generally. Like y'all make like y'all make it hard up on men in realms that is really hard for them to compete at. So for example, there's a huge conversation about like how much men make how mm-hmm. Like men really don't have that much control over their earning potential. Like, right. if you can, like, you know, you can have the greatest of intentions at eighteen when you go to school to be a a third grade teacher or whatever. <laughs> then you come out as a adult and be like, "Fuck." <laughs> so, so, but but what I'm saying is like, but to compare the worth of the value of that man compared to somebody who went to the same school for the same years to be an engineer, like the engineer is somehow better. Like he's just financially more stable or more whatever. Like men have a hard time. Like we be kind of on y'all ass about that shit. But a nigga that don't like everybody should know how to change a tire or have the willingness to learn mm-hmm. to like that be the shit that fucks with me. Like fuck niggas that ain't doing that level of shit. Like that's where you really should focus on and not why this nigga ain't got six figures or drive this car or whatever. Because like that shit really don't be. Kind of inside, he doesn't kind of control that the way that but you think he does. I think a lot of these younger guys also make the mistake of because they're young, they don't look at it as these girls are just out. I mean, when you're in your early twenties, everybody's just trying to get their nut off, real shit. And as you get older, you realize things are changing. But a lot of these dudes are just putting themselves in a box to be like they will never get women because they're not even trying to understand. How women think or how uh, this women's nature are. They're just like, oh, they're all gold diggers, even though these niggas ain't got no fucking money or nothing else. But (laughs) they make all these justifications for why they can't get women, but make it to just be about uh, the women when you ain't shit, nigga. I think social media definitely plays a major, mm-hmm. major key role in yeah. like just the same topics that we have over and over about the two hundred dollar date, mm-hmm. the who should make more, can you date a broke man or whatever the case. It's just like it's so draining, and people are so strongly opinionated behind it. It's like just do what works best for right. you. If you yeah. like fucking broke niggas, baby girl, then all means. I did it in my twenties. Like <laughs> do it, but you have to mature past it at some point because yeah. if you want to. Be Better life, you gotta search for a better man. Mm. That's, well, that's it. I feel like Juice is right. Like that, there is a class of men who are foolishly looking for the applause and the kudos from other men. When I say in my younger years, <laughs> there was literally nothing that could keep me from having sex. <laughs> when I say if 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 the woman of if the if the apple of my eye 
said that she loves a five page rich handwritten <laughs> love letter, I'll be in that bitch like Moesha. Oh I would God. have that bitch. I would have wrote music. I would have wrote it. Because, because in my mind, that was the epitome of like goals in life. Like that's I don't care what these niggas think. I ain't laying down with none of them, but I feel like you said it it wrote like the two hundred dollar dates. Guys will literally talk themselves out, like do dumb shit, mm-hmm. think think they're a stone cold pimp just to lay at home at night alone and tweet mm-hmm. to the to to the other digital niggas. Right. Like how foolish are these niggas? Like it you is know so what's crazy. Sad. It's like seeing a man like that you thought like at one point was like a cool dude and like he turns out to be like a podcast or like a, a passport bro type mm-hmm. dude. Like I remember it was a guy. And he posted something recently. He don't listen, so I don't care. He posted something recently, and I think I sent it to y'all. And oh, yeah. I think I think it, it's a fair argument. So like, it's like a like a girl. Her car was messed up. Mm-hmm. She asked her dude for the fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, dude yeah. couldn't come with fifteen hundred dollars, so she asked her ex. The ex came with fifteen hundred dollars, and he was just like. Go back and be with him then And like in my head I'm like yeah you probably need to be Because <laughs> like if my car is broke and, and like You you are so Gung ho on I can't get it fixed that You can't fix it So I'm just supposed to sit here and struggle with you Until yeah. you can figure it out mm-hmm. and, and ain't no telling if you actually trying to figure it out But like mm-hmm. the same guy that posted this I was on a trip I was on a work trip to Houston And I was going to Houston I told him I was going there Oh dang <laughs> he don't listen. I don't care. You just say he don't listen. Okay, so I assume he don't listen. But if he do, I, I also don't care. So like, um, he would be the only one to know that it was him. Exactly. Right. So, so dog like, will holler. Fuck that lame nigga. Right. He gonna get on there and be like, man. So, but no, like, so he kind of has like start hitting me up, like, oh da da da, like yeah, we should go out, blah blah. blah. Come time the day that we supposed to to link up to go out. I'm like, hey, what are we going to do? He was like, you know, I'm really tired. You know, what hotel you staying in? Now, I don't know if y'all been to Houston before. Houston real big. Mm-hmm. So, like, for you to drive all the way to whatever hotel I'm staying in, especially with the job I'm doing, I'm way out the way. So, you probably going to drive about 40, 45 minutes. But you real tired. Though. You real tired. So, it's giving you want to come stay in my hotel. So, I was like, get your rest. And after that, he ain't really not saying nothing to me too much after that. Mm-hmm. But like, I just was like, that "Why still you still resting to this day?" Why you thought that that was gonna work? Like, why you thought like, but, oh, like, oh, you gonna? He was like, "I'll come stop by your hotel and say, hey, what's up." You can say, hey, what's up on this phone? Yeah, because it has worked before. That's the thing. Because, yeah. look, women like me in my 20s allow, you know, childish dumb, shit. Dumb shit. So they still think with that same mindset sometimes. Like, oh, shit, let me see if this work on her. It's like they are always trying to go with the low-hanging fruit first. Like, let me see, you know, let me test the waters with this, see if this works. Not and necessarily. It, what it you I, not where you not this type of dude no no no, no. <laughs> no 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 I'm just I'm just saying it's not low hanging fruit in that regard what it is is like some men are volume shooters and they start with layups first so they kind of like if I can just come this through and you gonna let me <laughs> <laughs> and you gonna let me do it like ain't no need in me giving you the three point effort if you gonna let the layup roll right shooters gonna shoot regardless yes yeah, yes and that's and that's more so what it is See, so I'm gonna come with some defense you can come through but we not doing shit. Cause now I'm trying to say no, I didn't even. I just I told that man. 
Oh, no, that was get you some rest. You want to come over right here? You are. Good night. No. Get you some rest. <laughs> Good night. You tired, right? I but don't you know about that defense. Here, so you drove all the way up here. You think you play a defense? Go to sleep. Get your rest. Shit. Like, so you have a you strong. That's an all star game right there. Right. 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 Just be real about it. Like just be real about it. Like that's 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 what be letting me know that niggas ain't got no game. You can't be honest about what you really trying to do. Like don't be fake and tell me that you wanna. You know we should do this and we should do that, and mm-hmm. then you just trying to come over. Like no, your cover is blown, and now I don't give a damn. So come over, but we going to sleep. But Good you night. do that. Sh- Good night. It's gonna work for somebody. Plans. Right. You could have got, got what you wanted if you fulfilled what you put out there. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But and in my mind, it's just like I'm, I y'all. What's her name? Watch Jazzy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was out here talking about like oh she got real reckless at one point. Real, uh-huh. re- but she like recently put something out where it was just like you know like why do women feel like they're old money from when they like not as I mean she said money but like when they like when they deal with a guy like why do you feel like you should get something out of that and I'm like who you want girl what my days is looking for free oh I'm sorry. I mean, what, is, what does she mean by that? She was basically saying that, like, <laughs> in exchange for, right. like, like to go and have intercourse with a man, Absolutely. a woman should not feel entitled to a man's pockets. And like, okay, you ain't got to pay. Like, I mean, if a man want to pay my mortgage, he can pay my mortgage. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> but like, the way that it was coming across, like, also, like, you're not in the same. Circles like you're not in the same dating pool as me, mm-hmm. so like don't come on the Instagram giving giving advice about dating. You this is re- how recent was this? Very recent. Like you know she weird, right? Cam, Cam. motherfucker ain't saying shit about Cam. no damn but like she knew what they've been together for a while yeah. too. But like her coming on, she was what like, "You should to have his baby mama." Does she still got the baby? <laughs> <laughs> She came on here acting like I done missed a couple seasons. I done missed a couple seasons. What is that? (laughs) But I feel like it's one of those things. Like I guess just when you grow up, you just realize like well, as you grow up, you realize like you're gonna pay for either directly or indirectly somehow. So dates, flowers, candy, Mm. like you are courting her because you initially want maybe a relationship where you want pussy. Also dating men who. Already have certain positions and whatever, whatever. Then whatever she's getting by being with these men or being around these men, it it probably doesn't look like something that he's working to give her. Like she with Cam, so if she's living with him, she gets to be at his property. That's mm-hmm. nothing that he, you know, what I'm saying. So so to her, it's it's maybe feeling like oh he's not paying for anything. Or giving me money, but bitch, you over here laid up in a fucking three story, twenty thousand square yeah. foot. So you getting the indirect? You know, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So it, for her to be able to say that, it's just like, yeah, girl, you not and you not on the same. They be thinking they giving these young bitches some game, but it's like you're not. Y'all not on the same all. side of reality. Now. She, yeah. She's talking about some like, why do y'all think y'all y'all entitled to these men? Like, so I'm for free. Let you, let you be out here dating a nigga with a roach motel mm-hmm. and. Uh, a 1987 Humpty that's finna break down every two seconds. You you have some different shit to say. Yeah. But I do think there's also men that are trying to 
act like they're spitting game to these young dudes, and that's why the game fucked up on both of these motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Niggas be trying to act like they like them fresh and fit ass niggas. <laughs> RIP, now I say RIP, but I fuck them. But you know they, 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 they should, you know, they should be, yeah, they should dead and over with. But like I was talking to one of my friends, he was like, "Man, I mean, I think young young dudes need to listen to people like that." I'm like, no, they don't. Because them niggas definitely don't get girls unless they paying. Dog, no, it should. Be I my- am not against sex work either. I'm just saying, <laughs> don't act like it's all game. If the game is just you got money to pay. If you got the game, right? Paid, the thing is, yeah. them. I've never seen them niggas with any women. No, literally, no, never. No, no women associated. They telling you all this, women. all this stuff about yeah, women there, women there. I don't see you with any women. Not a one. And neither one of them act like they would ever approach a woman in real life. You know who you need to listen to when it comes to women? Fucking Ray J. That nigga has a stellar <laughs> fucking lineup. Man, what? I don't know what the a fuck. A Hall of Fame a lineup. Fucking, a fucking immaculate lineup of women. So, that's the nigga that you listen to. And he ain't out here on no mics telling motherfuckers don't pay for no $200 dates. So, whatever Ray J doing, you need to go try your best to do whatever Ray and J Ray doing. Ray J is trying to sell you everything else other than dating advice. Exactly. Okay. Which lets you know. It costs. It costs to be the boss. He ain't got it. So he I got ain't qu- got the dating advice. I got a question for y'all. This is I have an opinion. Do you feel like society would be better or worse if prostitution was legalized? Mm. I'd say probably better. I would say better for. Ugh. I would say better for the workers. That's yeah. a, it's a slippery slope. As long as the workers are not being exploited by. We're talking about men. like like I'm saying like think of like leave like they like kind of had it happen in Vegas like it's like they're in establishments they get tested like it's very everything's on the up and up they get paid well. It's, I think I think it keeps them from. Um, having a criminal record, mm-hmm. but I don't think the legality would actually like physically protect them from the crazy motherfuckers that's out in the world. Like just because it's le- you know like prost- they people do wild shit to prostitutes, but they wouldn't yeah. be necessarily like streetwalkers though. We're talking about escorts, like top yeah, like yeah. like they would have like an actual like place of business to do business out of. Right. Okay, so you're only talking about escorts. So we're not talking about. No, like, like, put like, this, put like this. At this, at this, it's if prostitution was legal. So therefore, if you're like, you gotta have a license. So if you're a streetwalker, you are punishable by law. Like they gonna go snatch you or throw you in jail because right. you're supposed to have a license working out of a house. Right. Let's say that's why I'm saying like, like that level of like government like true support, business. true business, the same way you can go get a haircut, you can go get some pussy, like a brothel type shit. Bingo. Yeah. But also, you're eliminating pimps and other people that would exploit right. said workers. And that's what I was just going to ask. So like, if it, it be a become, vetting process. Yeah, if it did become legal, do you think that it would lessen sex trafficking? I. To me, that just feels. It like would always be what a, a dating app is, mm. but it would. <laughs> I think it would cut Kinda. down on. If you saw actual people making the money off of their work. Mm-hmm. And they're keeping the money. I would think that it would cut down on sex trafficking, and then also they would be more of a target on the back of those people that are sex work. I mean, that are sex trafficking because they are literally getting in the government's pockets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, 
the federal laws behind it, they would go after those people like they go after white collar crimes and other things. Not saying that, that uh, sex trafficking is a white collar crime, but I get what the saying. weight of the law would be in the, the side of said worker. I think I think if prostitution was legal, I think it would be one of the best things that America has ever done. I wholeheartedly believe it would kind of change a lot of trajectories in people. So, for example, when you talk about like serial killers, a lot of them are like literally like not a lot, but they have like sexually repressed desires. Mm-hmm. So it goes from, oh, I can't convince anybody to have sex with me to like, hey, let me go save a two thousand dollars so I can go. Give me some. That is literally, and it's that simple. It's that kind of straightforward. And I, it, the, the boom in the economy, like I really wholeheartedly believe it is the one step we, we frust- a lot of social frustrations out the window. Ain't no more passport bros. Motherfuckers going to work again. I was going to say, right. all the NCs actually Making America yeah. great again. <laughs> nah, I'm running for, I'm, listen, catch, listen, fuck Trump, man. Vote for me, Republican Party. $2,000 you saving up in these years. I here for nothing. <laughs> well, look, man, we've been going for a couple hours, man. I'd look, how long has it been? Two hours? Three hours? This segment, two hours and six minutes. We good. We need to go home. <laughs> right. Yes. We still got these, we got these two uh, off pod topics that we want to touch. I ain't forgot. Got my Patreon. It's fine. Bird is that kid that uh, his mama promised him a certain toy if he got good grades and he. Bring his poor car home. Right. You don't got to tell me Ready for that toy. Nine weeks later, be like, Megazord. <laughs> you said it, not me. <laughs> um, thank everybody for this. This has been dope. And I will be looking forward to this, forward to this all week. Mm. Hell yeah. Hey, man. Thank y'all for having us, man. Like always, man. Our cousins, man. It was like, we love, love, love Pound out. We've been excited all week. Like, we had. Things that tried to interfere, like ah, yep. Family yeah, I reunion. Told Bird yep. today, I said, uh, if it was just us, it would have been a no. But I'm glad I came. Aww, I'm glad I came. I'm glad I came. Nice to meet you all. Like yes. I said, we have mutual friends and things, but I never like fully met y'all. But y'all right. dope, and I appreciate y'all. Now we gotta have you on the black card. Yeah. Come on, yeah. don't I be would. trying to steal my black card. I'm gonna listen to that episode, but I'm gonna hate this. God damn, these niggas pot dead. The third one, I'll be like, oh, y'all didn't pot like this when y'all was on our show. <laughs> The fuck run it back. When this nigga get so he keep funny. Like, oh, this nigga is funny. Oh, now he funny. now he wanna be on the side of Megan. Right. <laughs> oh, it's no more devil's advocate. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bird does understand, huh? Absolutely not. <laughs> Niggas gonna need it. every time. Yeah, man. Well, thank you for having us, man. We appreciate the spread. Thank we thanks for everything. Gang, gang. Of course. Thanks for tuning in. You can find all of our links and merchandise at www.thesuburbanpodcast.com. You can also get your listens in on any of these streaming services, such as Google Play, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Subscribe.